On stage, backstage, or front of house, Theatre Geeks has community theatre covered. Hi, I'm Dave Dufour. I'm John Schaup. And I'm Marsha Fulmer. And we are Theatre Geeks. Welcome to Theater Geeks, the podcast about community theater and the performing arts. We are here today to talk about what do you do about that, what, drunk in the front row, the person who makes noise in the middle of the aisle with their candy wrappers, uh, maybe people who are too tall for where they're sitting and won't slouch down and let the short okay, person behind gi- them look, them all that all kind away. of, oh, you were giving them all away. But what do you, okay, basically we want to talk about no, problem. what are we going to talk about? <laughs> just listed them all. Marsha, Marsha, that's called the tease in the broadcast Yes, industry. well, you're teasing the whole show. Oh, okay, all right. <laughs> anyway, we're uh, moving ahead uh, and we'll talk about problem patrons, uh, people who are in, you know, obviously we love our patrons, but once in a while you get that one that is kind of difficult to deal with. Um, We could start with the first one. The one that bothers me the most is someone who comes in and is drunk and then doesn't realize how loud they are and they're talking at full well, volume. Well, it's not always kind of even drunk people that are loud. Yeah, that's but, true. You know, that, that can that can go across the board. Yes. You know. Well, well um, the reason I suggested that we discuss this topic is because I got a call from a very dear friend of mine who used to be active here and moved to Florida. And he is a patron of the local theaters in Naples. And evidently there is one theater where uh, a couple has season tickets and they also have incredibly bad personal hygiene. And his question was, how do you tell them they need to take a bath? (laughs) Well, I don't don't know. know. I don't know. No, you, well, um, I mean, it's a thing where if they have season tickets, you're going to run into this every time you go and see a show. So either you have to change your tickets if that's possible, which you shouldn't have to, they should have to clean up their act literally. Right. Yeah. But as as the theater, uh, the people who operate the theater, can you really, can, is, is, is there a subtle way to move them? I don't know. I, I don't know. Unless they've had their tickets, if they've had their tickets in that same spot yeah. and they love them and they've had them for 20 years, um, you know, there might be a, uh, um, I don't know. I don't know. Is there, well, what's I a subtle like way to, to handle ask, that? I'd love to have an audience member for the podcast send us a letter and tell us what they've done about this problem yeah, if yeah. they've ever solved it. I mean, it. It, you know, there's there's subtle ways. Uh, put oh. <laughs> maybe not so subtle. Uh, when Leave you know a that cake of soup, soap on. Uh, well, feet. you could do that. I mean, or maybe you what you do is you do a plant put somebody in the seat next to them and that, you don't that doesn't care if they get yelled at and you look, you know, they stand up and look at the people and say, God, you stink. You know, 
Yeah. I, <laughs> it's like, and then it looks like a patron. I don't know. That's, this is the worst one. We've got other, Hey folks, we've got other things that we can talk about during this segment that don't, I have no idea how to fix that's this problem. Why we're, that's true. We're throwing this out yeah. and we would like anyone with any reasonable suggestions on how to deal with this problem. You know, I can, I do with Please actors. We have contact we have, us. We have conversations with actors. Well, actors are a little different. All the time. They're about, right there. You know, about, yeah. about, um, body hygiene and, and taking care of themselves and their costumes. All the time. Uh, I, it's more frequent than what I probably would like to, it yeah, to be. Yeah, that's probably you know? true. Yeah. So, uh, you know, most people you should know they stink. You know, if you know you've worked for eight hours in a factory and you're coming to the theater, I, it doesn't really matter if you've got another three hour dance rehearsal coming up. Maybe you should stop and take a shower before you make it to the theater. Mm-hmm. Partly because the, the and, and, and it's still this way, but a community theater is a social location. Does that make sense? Right. Yeah, so sure. I, I, when I first started working in community theater, it was to meet new people and to, because I love theater. I mean, that was the first thing, but it was also because I wanted to meet new people and make some new friends. And I never would have thought about going to a rehearsal stinky. Never. Because I, I wanted to, I mean, it was a social event for me. Every, every rehearsal was social. By the end of the rehearsal, I was stinky, but so was everybody else. So it didn't really matter at that point, you know? Well, I don't know. I know I was involved in one production where this problem occurred big time. And I think someone eventually took that particular actor aside and just in the kindest terms possible, but still letting him know that there was no no going back from this that he would have to shape up or mm-hmm. people were not going to be able to be around him. Well, we, um, we have a, not all theaters are lucky enough to have a shower and our shower is not by any stretch of the imagination, a good shower. <laughs> but, um, we had a, dis- a conversation with one of our actors one time and we actually switched dressing rooms because the, uh, the shower was in the women's dressing room and we put the women in the men's dressing room and the men in the women's. And that way, and then we had a conversation with this person and said, you know, you come from work and, and you work hard all day long and you work around food and you, you know, and by the end of the day, you're just, you're kind of smelly. And, and he said, well, I just don't have time to get home to take a shower. And that's when we said, well, then what we're going to do is we're going to reverse the the rooms. And that way, when you get here, you can take a shower, clean up, you know, and you, you'll be ready to go. And he, uh, he understood, you know, he understood that. Um, Not everybody can smell themselves. No, No. and not everybody understand it, it is, is, is okay with being told about it. Yeah. That, then some, so you well, do have to play that carefully. It's a difficult what do you, thing to tell somebody. What do you think if, if somebody's in front of you at it? I mean, you know, do you just, you're going to. It's it, not like saying, okay, your cell phone is driving me crazy. Please turn it off. Right. Yeah. Which, which is, I which think I've totally done. valid. Yeah. yeah. That's totally it's an valid. easy but fix. It's, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, do you, do you just in a nice way, Maybe you, maybe you pick the right show and say, I'm going to forfeit my seats tonight. I'm going to go to the the show. And if they stink tonight, I'm going to lean forward and say, you know, I just, I want you to know that I sit behind you all the time. And tonight I'm going to leave because you smell again and I can't, I can't take the smell. Yeah, no. And, and if they're there, then I don't know. It's very hard. Yeah. yeah. And then if they're there the next time, maybe the only thing you have recourse wise is to change your seats. It's about you changing, you know? Right. That's yeah. Bad. Sometimes 
it's easier to change yourself than it right. is to change the problem. Now, the, 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 the other thing, too, is, of course. I know. know Marsh is looking at me like, oh, you crazy man. No, I. it's right, but it's unfair. Yeah, it's oh, totally it's unfair. Very unfair. As, as the people, as a, um, someone who manages a theater, you, you also, there's, there's a, possibility that someone has just got an oversensitive uh, nose too. Some people smell things much more well, plainly than others. I, I perfumes are, and I think women are yeah. more, more sensitive than guys are. I, I, th- I think, okay. but do you think so? Okay. I, I know that my wife was never able to uh, uh, figure out why I couldn't smell something that she said, Oh my God. You know? So I was just that way. What were you going to say, Marcia? No, because um, I know, well, I go to the theater with a very dear friend. And before we get there, she has to take a Benadryl because she's allergic to um, perfumes mm. and aftershaves and mm. any of these strong odors yeah. like yeah. that. And so, you know, I'm not I'm not suggesting that everybody should pop Benadryls before they go to the theater, but there's got to be some way well, to deal with that. And, and I'm sure this problem has come up before. So again, I say, please let us know if you have any kind of a solution. A nice way of, of Yeah, of a nice it. way of telling someone it's the same thing. that I've, their odor is really sickening. Yeah, I right. can't be, um, I can't be anywhere close to patchouli oil. Um, I get an immediate headache. Really? And, uh, and so, you know, I, I used to work for um, a title insurance company before I started working here at the theater. And, and I worked inside a vault where there were a whole bunch of research records and things. And we all spent the entire day in this vault, you know, six to seven hours a day in this vault working. And, uh, and we made a pact that nobody would wear perfume and, uh, because it was just too much. And when, sometimes when people would walk into the vaults, it would be just, it would knock you over people who had no idea. You know, they were there to do one little bit of research for themselves and then they would leave. And we have that same kind of thing. It's and for us to talk to our actors about wearing perfume and, and, and heavy odors, like so many guys want to wear acts. They think they get done with, they get done with their, uh, their day of work. And instead of going home and taking a shower, they spray themselves with the stuff called acts, you know, it, it's immense. Like AXE? Like AXE. It's immense oh, cologne. It attracts women like crazy. <laughs> yeah. Um, it really it. works. And, and oh, it's, yeah. it's so strong sometimes that it's, it's overbearing, you know, yeah. and I can talk with them about that because, you know, th- we have a real health crisis, especially with people who do have allergies to get your ax out of here. You know, and maybe the thing to do is, is about kindness. It's about walking up to somebody and being honest and kind and just saying, you know, I, I just would like for you to understand that your patchouli oil is creating an issue for me. You know, I can't, I can't breathe. Uh, maybe the next time you come to the theater, you couldn't wear it since I'm sitting right behind you and we have season tickets and we're always here. That's the thing. You know, and, and it's, it's just, I don't, I think sometimes we as patrons are afraid to confront anybody, but then maybe, so maybe it's, what's your next line of defense is your house management. Well, I think that's true because this, this friend of mine who complained about the, (coughs) it wasn't he, but it was friends of his who were sitting behind Mm -hmm. these really odiferous people. Um, But he wound up at one point behind four people who were quite obviously in their cups 
you know, and <laughs> yeah. they were like in the second row. And it's a it's a wonder that somebody on the stage didn't just stop and say, okay, when you're ready, we'll go on, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. But so I said to him, well, if it bothered you that much, you're sitting on the aisle almost, you're one seat off the aisle. Why don't you get up and go get an usher or go get the house manager and ask them to come and eject these people or make them be quiet? Well, I didn't want to cause another scene. I said, well, then live with it. You yeah, you've, already, you've already got a scene. Yeah, the problem exactly, is. Yeah. exactly. Well, and that, that's, you know, patrons are kind of afraid of that. Plus, they're also afraid that someone's, you know, everybody has the idea that they they have a right to do whatever they want to. It's oh, a free please. country and all that stuff. Yeah. And and if you say, well, you know, hey, calm down, it's like, you know, who are you telling to calm down? You know, well, it can get, right. it can and get you don't stupid want after a while. Shoot, you have no idea what anybody has in their purse anymore. No. Well, you know, then what you're saying is it's a no-win situation and whoever is causing the disturbance, let them go ahead and do it. I, well, no, no, not necessarily, but you know, there have to be ways to deal with it. I think you could go to go to the house manager. Maybe if you're willing to put up with it for at least the first act, then go to the house management and ask them to take care of it during intermission. And if it doesn't resolve, then um, you as a patron have a right to say, until you put some sort of plan in process, I'm going to withdraw my funds from you. Yeah. Uh, And that's, and that's something, you know, we talk about this all the time and it's one thing that I was so glad that our artistic director who was here before me, had done a lot of implementation of rules and regulations. And I know it's like, why do we have to have rules and regulations for everything? Well, because it, it helps, you know, if you have rules about unruly patrons, right. You know, how, and, and how, and, and how that's taken care of screaming babies. And, and, and you, you know, it's like, we have a policy, no babies or toddlers are allowed and we don't even at youth theater shows. We don't really allow babies and toddlers. No, and the, and the thing is, is by, it also makes your house manager and your other volunteers more comfortable when they know that there's something written down that they can say, "Look, exactly. this is a standing policy." And yeah. policy instead and, of having to make it up. As and they it go doesn't along. hurt to have some of those policies actually stated online. I went to uh, a show one time and. Nowhere on their website or even at their counter did they have a notification that if you did not arrive within the the five minutes of performance time that your tickets were forfeit. So I, I hadn't paid for my tickets in advance because they didn't have the ability to pay for tickets in advance, but I was, we had gotten done with dinner. We were late with dinner. So we went to see the show and we were a little bit, we got there before the show started, but my tickets were gone because they have a policy that five minutes before the show, if you haven't picked up your ticket, your ticket is forfeit. It can go to anybody who arrives. Well, they should let you know that when you call up and reserve Exactly. Tickets. And that was, that was the problem. Nowhere on their website, nowhere on their ticket counter. Right. And when they talked to me, nowhere in that conversation did it come up that if you're not here five minutes before the show, your ticket is forfeit. Yeah. And so it's really important if you have policies in place, then yeah. they need to be enforced and, and they need to be available to the everybody so that they know what those policies are. Right. So, yeah. and most theaters do. So like we, on our answering machine, it's always no babies or toddlers permitted. 
And we say that right up front. So if you listen to the entire message, you know, and uh, I don't know if it's on our website, probably should be somewhere, you know, but it's. I know one theater group that used to, well, they didn't have an extensive list of don'ts and do's, but it used to be in their program. Mm -hmm. Like, no. So you can't say, well, I didn't hear them say I couldn't videotape this. Right. You know, cause you see the little cell phone cameras going mm-hmm. up and boy, oh, there they go. Yeah. And that's, you know, like if so forth if for you us. have that in there, then you can come and say, I'll take that until exactly. the end of the show. Exactly. Right. And that's yeah. why in all programs, it's required that that information be there usually by contract with your, your royalty. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But then also just out of common decency, well, we, we try to put say it in it. there. We try to say it in our announcements. And then we also too. say it from the stage. Yeah. And but so half the time you have to figure maybe people aren't listening to what you're saying on. Well, that's why you've said it. Age. Okay. That's a whole nother thing that Marsha probably could do a whole pet peeve event on about. Oh, like Michelle, it's written in Marcia, English and we can read. Marsha, Marsha naps it. through our announcements, I, right, John? It's impossible it to nap. Uh, even when I speed read them, but it's, uh, <laughs> but yeah, so, but it, it, it comes from the stage verbally. It's in the program physically and it's, you know, and, and so they can't complain when you do come down. Right. And then, that, then that's about having strong house management and yeah. the house managers need to know the rules and need to and be, they a, need to be willing enforce to enforce them. them. And that's a hard thing. It's, sometimes it could get very uncomfortable, it can get uncomfortable, but it's for the, um, happiness of the rest of your patrons. Right. Yeah. So if one person gets upset too bad, they should have, they should follow the rules. That's right. Anyway, I'm going to repeat again. If you have any suggestions for the stuff we've been talking about, please let us know. Yeah. David will tell you where to uh, send your answers. <laughs> yeah. Oh, thank you. Thank oh, you. you. David will tell you where to well, put I them. Don't, I, I don't know where. I don't know yeah. Um, yeah. So what, what about the, what about n- n- people who are drunk and or disorderly? That's pretty much, that's an ejection kind of thing. They have to be removed yeah. if they can't calm down. I mean, do you, you, is it like a two, two warning, two, you know, three, three strikes you're out? Or is it, what do you, I mean, yeah, how do you I, deal with it? Cause sometimes. How can some, you three strikes if they're making noise? Well, yeah, I know. If they're inebriated, sometimes leave. they don't even understand, you know, uh, but haul them out. Yeah. But you know, it's not always drunk people. There are some people who just don't know how to, how to really, I mean, it's one thing to enjoy a show. It's another thing to be so, so you can be very disruptive. Right. Yeah. Well, there as a, as a patron, even if you're not drunk. Yeah. yeah. Right. It's like the person who sits there and says, this isn't like the movie. Is it Harold? You know, yeah, that kind of thing. No, I remember in the movie they did it this way. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 And so they have that conversation, like a running conversation yeah. that sure. also is, uh, you know, and, and people don't sometimes don't even know they're doing it. Right. You know? Right. Right. And if you, sometimes you get someone and if I think your friend Susan is very quick to go, shh, she and is. close people down and, and it happened and they it sounds usually, like we have a barricade of snakes. In yes, the background. But, but it does, it does, um, um, help that sometimes most people will get that message unless of course they're drunk or, you know, yeah. otherwise impaired some way. Yeah. 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 And I mean, it's easy a lot at some of the bigger theaters, especially who they have bars for you to <laughs> Well, sure. To have two, three drinks before or cocktails oh, before the yeah. show. That's part of yeah, the theatrical easy. experience. Oh, really? Well, well for some people it is. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's good to go and have a beer or go and have a cocktail. And I like know. that, but I, I don't have four. You well, know. it's, you would hope that most people would understand that they, they shouldn't, you know, sure. but, and, and then there are times when we have special events, uh, where it's, yeah. you, you really can't. And then, then that's a warning to the cast. 
We just warned the cast. They're Look, gonna they're going to have an open bar tonight and, and yeah. they could talk back or they could be very loud. Mm-hmm. Uh, you may be getting laughs where you never expect to get a laugh or where maybe you shouldn't be getting a laugh. Yeah. You know, just be prepared for that and continue on. And, and well, just remember it's different. Situation. And it is, but, the, but that's also then it is a different situation. And then our, our house management handles that differently. Right. So unless somebody is just sloppy, sloppy drunk. Well, well yeah. And then we would usually, like to, you know, we would like to kind of leave you with this message. Come to the theater for one thing, to put your butt in a seat and be quiet and enjoy the performance. That's all you need to do. That's all you need to do. Laugh, laugh at the play. Not, not at, at each other. Not at each other's jokes. Yeah. And don't hum along or sing along. And I say that because I'm guilty of that. I, Do well, not I've said, hum I've along next with the overture <laughs> or sing along with the, I, You know what? It's okay to hum along with the overture. It is? Why? Well, well, maybe not. I don't know. People don't realize that the overture is part of the show. I know. I love the and overture. And so consequently, so. the overture yeah. starts and the volume of voices goes talking, up. Yeah, goes they, they, up. they think they it's background music for their the cocktails. O- overture. Oh, it's my like, Lord. Yeah, this is, this would, music is designed to say, shut up, people. The show and is get starting. get you in the mood <laughs> for the show. Right. I was at a concert um, n- a number of years ago. Um, which was a classical guitarist. And he's playing one of my favorite pieces of music, which is something called the Concerto di Aranoi by a guy by name Rodrigo. Anyway, it's it's gorgeous. It's got a second movement that's, I think it's the second movement that's just gorgeous. And it's very well known. And this lady in the front, to a row ahead of me was started going. We kept going, shh, and she'd go, oh, oh, and then she'd stop. And then she'd start singing along again. She couldn't help herself. And it was like, it did. She the was. Music uh, moves. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She was a Hispanic lady. And so, and then, and it's a kind of a Spanish piece and it's well known in Europe and in Mexico, I'm sure. And so it was like one of her favorites, but it was like, come on, stop. I wanted to hear him play, not you sing. Oh, well. Did she have a nice voice? It was okay. Well, then you should have asked her to audition. There you go. So, Oh, dear. All right, guys. All right. Hey, um, be sure uh, and send us your solutions to these prickly problems. Yeah. Uh, right. And uh, and let us know what you think, and we'll uh, try to read them in an upcoming episode of uh, Theater Geeks. Please stop by our store, which is at theatergeeks.com forward slash store, where you can buy those hats, cups, mugs, all those kinds of things, including Marsha's favorite. No, I say teddy bears, but coffee mugs, really. Coffee mugs Theater are pretty Geeks nice, mugs, yeah. I have two of them, and they are wonderful. And you know, and you know what? They really wash well too yeah, you know they, they uh, a number of years ago we bought some and they kind of they kind of rinsed out the wrong way but you know top rack of the washing machine they come out good as new they're beautiful yeah they're great mugs i liked my messenger bag your messenger bag that's oh, you true have a messenger bag i that's did true. yeah but i, do you I send I, messengers in it i do no, not <laughs> he runs up I, and down the street sending <laughs> delivering messenger. messages I, it's, it's messages. great great canvas but i got it caught one time and i i i Put a hole in it. So oh, all right. Well, oh, dear. You can get another one. But I'm anyway, right. yeah. they're they're also good. They're bright yellow. You anyway, can never well, they can't have, lose we it. Have good, we have good stuff in the geek That's right. shop. Yes, and please, uh, and while you're sending us your answers to problems, also send us some uh, ideas for what you'd like to have us talk about on yes. upcoming episodes of Theater Geeks. That's all from here. I'm Dave Dufour. I'm John Schaub. And I'm Marsha Fulmer. And we are Theater Geeks. Music for Theater Geeks was provided by MusicAlley.com.
Bye-bye. This has been a Big Fat Podcast.